Welcome, everybody, in the world to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Podcast Addict, Podcast Republic, etc. Not Spotify. I do say every podcast provider in the world, but I do not know how to get onto Spotify. Uh, If you do know, let me know. So, whatever, dude. There also probably are some other ones that the iTunes API doesn't reach out to, but all the ones that you want to listen to podcasts on, I'm there. And if you had to sw- download a new podcast app to listen to my podcast, cause you, I'm not on your favorite one, let me know and I'll figure it out, buddy, my dude. It is a wonderful day today. It is a beautiful, fresh day. What day is it today that this episode is being released? Let's see. I think it's it- May 14th. Uh, is that what's going on? Yeah. Wow. You nailed it. Hey, hey. May 14th. May the 14th be with you. It's <laughs> a little reference for you Marvel it's nerds Star, out there. Star Wars and Marvel reference mm-hmm. crossover. Mm, yeah. May 14th. Wow. We're like uh, almost smack dab in the middle of the year. Almost there. Getting there. Through 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, summer's coming up. A lot of big things in the work. It's exciting stuff, you guys. A lot of fun stuff going on. Man, May 14th. What do you, what summer plans do you have? Tweet at me at Mike Gives Back, and I will judge your summer plans. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I am joined here by my BFF, Matt Morley. Hi, mm-hmm. I'm joined here by my BFF, Michael Dupree. Wow. It's it's an honor to be here. It is um, an honor. I have heard that this is the most listened to podcast in the world. In the world. It's a yeah. mandatory podcast. Uh-huh. If you're listening to this and you're like, what's going on? Isn't the Michael Dupree Variety Hour an art showcase and comedy show where he features local musicians and artists from all over the world in the, mostly the Detroit area? Well, I do. That is the case. But today, it's a little bit different. You might remember a couple months ago, I just had a little sit-down, chill chat session with... My brother Ray and, you know, figured that was a lot of fun. It was really low key. I'm feeling, I'm feeling relaxed today. I thought maybe just have my buddy Matt on, just chat about whatever comes to our minds and have fun for an hour. If you don't like it, you can delete this episode off your feed and never come back. Yeah, we don't want you here. We don't, you're not welcome to listen to my podcast anymore. It's important to chill out. Uh, you know, self care. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Just have a little break for your mental health. Just enjoy, enjoy life. Right. Just chill out. Just relax. I should have brought like some tea, like a, a little tea set. In I was here. thinking like it, this would be a great time to just like have like a couple beers, like just like an hour, just like drinking some beers or drinking some vodka tannies. Some tannies. Some gin and tannies. Yeah. I did. I did just eat taco. We are. Well, so. Yeah. Well, vodka tonic is not that many calories. <sighs> True. Or vodka soda, even better. 
Yeah, well, the tonic water has a bunch of sugar in it. Yeah. So when it explodes all over the place when you get home from the liquor store because you forget how volatile it is. And it ruins your Xbox One controller. It just gets sticky everywhere. Is that mm. what happened to you? Yeah, remember oh, I was at your house. Brand and new, yeah. Yeah, I had that brand new controller and I had a gin and tonic and I'm drinking it and then it's, it dribbles down my throat, my, my mouth and mm-hmm. falls on my controller that I literally got in the mail like a couple days before. So I got I returned it. Oh, you did do that. Yeah. I, and I gave you that idea because I'm a bad person. Yeah. You got a new one? Not yet. Oh, you just got the money back. Yeah. So it was like you basically borrowed a controller for free from the store for a while and then spilled tonic water on it and gave it back. <laughs> exactly. You're like the world's shittiest friend to Target or wherever you got that Amazon. thing from. Okay. Amazon is yeah. fine with it. They were cool. Sorry, Amazon. Yeah. If you're listening to this... uh Maybe consider hosting Michael's show yeah. on your... Do they have a podcast thing? Amazon? Yeah. They probably own a lot of podcasts. Like the Kindle podcast. Kindle cast. Kindle cast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, man. I'm, I'm interested in that, like, Kindle and, like, whisper sync thing that Audible has. You know, like, you can, like, read a book. Uh, I'm, this is not an advertisement for, for, kid, for uh, Audible. <laughs> Although Audible can reach out to me. But they have like this whisper sync thing where you can like be reading on your Kindle or something and then like put it down and then it like whisper sync on Audible like knows where you left off there so you can like be in your car and just continue reading where you left off. Oh. It's pretty neat. So you like you buy one book and it gives you the ebook and the audiobook? I think. I, I, I guess I don't know how it works. I hope you wouldn't have to buy both. I kind of think like reading's just for nerds. It is. I don't really read. I should read more books. I haven't yeah. read a good book in a while. I read The Hobbit a couple of months yeah. ago. That was for the first time. You never read it in school? No. It, th- was that a required reading for you in school? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, I think, pretty commonly a required really? reading. Yeah. Mm, I never, I was never, I, we didn't really get assigned fantasy books in, uh, no. in, in school. Uh, it was all like the basic, like, to kill a mockingbird and stuff like that. Did you ever read the book Shoebag in like fifth grade? Shoebag. Shoebag, yes. No. It was a book about, it was like, it was basically like Kafka's Metamorphosis, but for little kids. Huh. It was, it was like a, like a, like an early, not an early childhood, but like, you know, whatever, like a book for like people between like probably like third and sixth grade. Uh, and it was about this like kid that gets turned into a, a cockroach and uh, a cockroach. And he, he, he like discovers like the world of like the cockroach community uh in his house and it's uh, it was i remember loving that book nice yeah you never read it check it out i've never no heard of it no one's heard of it what I, was what was like the the meaning behind the what was the moral of the story i don't remember i, I think it was be nice to and insects yeah. yeah even cockroaches even I guess. Was it a cockroach? I believe shoe bag was a cockroach. Shoe bag. Shoe bag. Because uh, the, the the deal is like they name, in the insect community in the book, in the world of the book, they name you after whatever you were born in. Oh. So he. What is a shoe bag? Is there a like a bag solely for the purpose of storing shoes? What is a shoe bag? Uh, like I know what a shoe box is. That's a very that's good a pretty question. Common... That's a very good point i guess i never thought of that uh, if you're listening and you know what a shoe bag is uh if you grew up using shoe bags oh wait no it's the opposite i was wrong uh it's a happy young cockroach 
named Shoebag, who awakens one morning to find he has been transformed into a little boy. Oh. Shoebag changes the lives of all he meets. Wow. That's fucked up. A talented, well-known author writing under a pseudonym. Who's Mary James? Oh, boy. Uh, Now I'm going down the shoebag rabbit hole. The shoebag rabbit hole. Uh, We read a book required reading i want to say in like early middle school but it could have even been elementary school mm-hmm. about a girl that joins like the boys wrestling team wow that sounds and familiar. i don't it's like the girl in the something room like locker room but it's some other term for that that i i don't think i know and i don't remember the moral of the story but i remember that she was like making out with a boy in her car and like the guy was like licking her ear and we were all just like focused on that, and we're like, "Why would you lick someone's ear?" Like, and the teacher was like, obviously, like wanted to move beyond this conversation. And it was like we were just all like, "What's what is going on? Like, What's why why would you lick the inside of someone's ear when you're kissing people?" And that's all I remember. Was it a good book? Uh, well, you know, I lick a lot of ears these days, so. (laughs) You learned well. Yeah, I learned a lot. It's sad. I used to read books like nobody's business. Mm -hmm. Uh, in like, I started, like, you know, I I hated reading books when I was really young. Uh, like, you know, it depends, like, if I had motivation. Like, in your elementary school, did you have, like, those, uh, the Pizza Hut? Oh, yeah. Book it, baby. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. That stuff was so good. Uh, and... I, it was a great way to, te- you know, read a couple books, eat yourself a, a small pizza. Uh-huh. It's a Those... great way to promote childhood obesity. Yeah, for real. When schools <laughs> don't receive enough funding, you just turn to the corporations. Yep. Oh, God. Just like box tops. Yeah, yeah. Hey, kids, eat Pop-Tarts. Oh, man, you're ruining it. <laughs> there was, yeah. It's, there's you're, a dark side. You're very true. You're stuff. very true. Point is... Um, but I didn't read books like recreationally for a long time. And then in eighth grade, like my girlfriend at the time, like turned me on to, well, she showed me, uh, like she was licking the inside of your ear. She was licking the inside of my ear and she's like, you should, you should read this like horror novelist. I think his name was like, um, what was his name? I remember the name of the book. Um, it was Richard Lehman. Uh, he's like horror, like thriller kind of author. And he wrote, and these books were like really good. And like, I never read horror books before. Oh, no. Uh, and I just read a ton of them. He wrote this, uh, and I remember this one book that he wrote. And most of them were like, I, I feel like they weren't like really supernatural. Like, they were mostly about like people, uh, like scary people. Uh, but he wrote one called The Traveling Vampire Show, which um, was about like the circus that came to town, but it was all made up of vampires, but no one knew. Uh, and like, there's this one part in it that I remember like, made me fall in love with books again because it made me like actually like shiver and have to put the book down because it spooked me so much it was like a jump scare in a book yeah which is like how do you do that was the word just like really big it was like like, turn the page it's like one word well it's like probably like eight it's probably like four-fifths through the book Mm -hmm. and uh like the main character is like going to the it's like daybreak like it's like just like the it's like dawn and like he's like perfectly described like it's like this like orange like hue like and he's like going down this like long like country trail going to the circus to like confront these vampires and then it's just like a like i don't remember what they said but it's just like you it's just like this like in italics like 
We're like, we were expecting you. Like some, it wasn't that corny, but it was like something that it just like, I remember I was reading it like seven in the morning cause I was up reading it for like 12 hours. Whoa. Probably not that long, but like for like a long time that night. Cause I was just super into it. I think I only got through that. I got through that book in like two days and I, it like gave me shivers and I like had to put the book down because it like freaked me out so much. That's awesome. Though. I love, and that after that, like I just started reading books like crazy. And I remember in ninth grade, I would have like. I would be walking around with like three books that I'm recreationally reading at once. Oh yeah. Like just like, I, all right, I finished a chapter here and then I move on to the next one. I was reading a lot of like wrestling autobiographies. Nice. Like Shawn Michaels. Is in yeah. Well like read, read what you like. Right. Yeah. Like, cause people, people have this attitude about like reading that it's like this, like sophisticated, like you have to read like the classic literature yeah. and like, uh, like yeah like i don't I, like i've heard somebody be like oh i finally caved in and read like a stephen king book and it's like fucking yeah. you should read stephen king you stephen king's awesome yeah, like yeah. i've read a ton of stephen king and loved I've it i've never and, read like, stephen king before no no i i just i i guess i never thought to i don't know why like That's, which is weird because i was really into books for a long time yeah um stephen king's like my dad's all-time favorite author and my yeah. dad i think has literally read everything that stephen king has ever written yeah. and like stuff that stephen king's written under a pen name and like <laughs> wow. gets really into it and i read a ton growing up because my dad did so he would always take me to the bookstore um and so it was like Goosebumps and then Animorphs. And then I hit sixth grade and he's like, why don't you try reading something like a little more grown up? And he gave me Pet Cemetery. Oh, man. And I was in sixth grade and uh, that scared the shit out of me. Yeah. But like from then on, like all throughout middle school, I read all Stephen King. Like, Did you ever tons, read tons it? Tons of it. I haven't, but I just borrowed it from my dad and I really want to read it. Like after hear, seeing the new movie, I really wanted to go back and read it. Yeah. I hear that there's a part in that book that's really messed up. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, Stephen King wrote a lot of crazy shit. Yeah. That um, book's long as hell, though. Yeah. A lot of his books are super long. Yeah. The new movie, like, I didn't, like, when I saw it initially, and I've only seen it the one time, uh, but I saw it, I, like, a lot of the CGI effects, like, really didn't work for me. Okay. Um, Like, the witch like kind of looked pretty corny to me mm -hmm. and the, the, the leper. Um, did you see, you saw the new one? Yeah. 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 You said that. Um, uh, you remember the, like the leper outside, like the spooky house. He's like, so he like had like, part, like his face was like melting. Yeah. Um, it just didn't look scary to me, mm -hmm. but Pennywise was way scarier than Tim Curry's Pennywise. Yeah. Like, did you see the original It? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, tons of times. Like, I remember when I was a kid, like, being really super freaked out by it. But, like, man, like, the new Pennywise is, like, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Except I hate the parts in that movie where they do, like, the really fast, like, I'm running at you. Yeah. Uh, like, the, the way that that's, like, shot. Yeah. It's weird. But, anyway. Good but, stuff. But, yeah, any like... I, I, I ended up just, like, falling out of it. I don't know. Like, reading so much. Yeah. Um, I, like, briefly got really back into reading. Because, like I said, it was just, like, hey, like, I don't, like, I'd be, like, oh, Catch-22. Like, that's a phrase everyone uses. Like, I need to go read Catch-22 to, like, know. What that means. And I'm, like, not enjoying it. And I'm, like, why am I making myself do this? Like, I don't watch, like, shows or, like, movies that I hate. Like, mm -hmm. because I think I need to, like, watch them to be cultured. So I started reading nonfiction about the video game industry and I read some fucking cool books about like nice. John Carmack and John Romero making Doom. And then I read stuff about like the Sega versus Nintendo stuff of like the Genesis era and 
That was fun. Yeah, just read the stuff you're interested in. Read what you like. I had the same experience. Like, I read The Hobbit, and I loved it. And I was like, this is so cool. This is so interesting. I'm like, what else? Because I read it on Kindle. Mm-hmm. Like, on my phone. The Kindle app. And there's this other book called, like, Go um, by... Yeah, man, I'm going to feel bad if I don't get the name right. Uh, go by... Uh, Kazuki Kaneshiro. Uh, and it's like a memoir about this like guy, uh, and it's an interesting book. It's like this guy in Japan and like how he had to like fight and defend himself and like stuff like that. But it just wasn't interesting to me, um, and I felt bad because I'm like, oh, this should be interesting to me. But it's like, man, just read stuff you're interested right, in and don't yeah. and don't beat yourself up. Like if you want to read like corny Star Wars novels, like you can probably find a whole bunch yeah. of those for a quarter each. Like. Have you have, fun. have you ever heard of the book uh, Otherland by Tad Williams? Mm-mm. It's like this uh, sci-fi book that it's like about. It's really hard to describe. It's super long, and it's like actually a whole series, and it's about this like virtual world. It's kind of almost like Westworld before there was a Westworld. <laughs> like, uh, and it's super interesting. I remember I read it when I was in like probably around like ninth grade. And I have always wanted to read it again, but it's so long and I I get so intimidated that if I start reading it, I'm just going to stop reading it and not like it as much. Yeah. Do you feel like you have time to sit down and read? I feel like I could if I, if I manage my time better. Right. Like if you really like made the effort and didn't like. Yeah. Like I, I noticed myself just sitting and doing nothing on the couch, which isn't bad. Like, yeah. you know, you got to give yourself time to relax, but you know, there's sometimes where you like, I'm doing stuff that I might not want to do as much, or I like if I would go to the gym, like oh, I could bring a book, yeah, with me, that's or true. I could read a book on my phone, or like, listen to an audiobook. If I could come home and just fucking put my phone away, like I could find an hour to read every day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're. But, but I mean, I got through the Hobbit in like a week and a half. Yeah. So I definitely had some time. I just I, it was, I just took away it like uh, time from other things right. to do it or you were I would, really enjoying or it or i would read it on my break at work or so if you find something you like reading then you probably work life balance that's not a thing how yeah you've been super busy you've been working not a lot a, yeah yeah it's been wild <laughs> yeah yeah it's starting to pick back up again too pick back i thought you just worked like 14 hours and like recently one day <laughs> yeah I what's, did. what's picking back up i did work 14 hours this week that's scary. <laughs> it is. It's wild. So how does it was like a big event that I had yeah. to do though, but I mean, because that's something like I went through recently was like, and then having to like dial way back, like I got mega burned out. Like, mm-hmm. how are you feeling working overtime? You do the podcast, like you do a lot at Planet Ant still. Yeah, it, it's uh, it, you know, you gotta like, you gotta say no, start saying no to things. You yeah, know? <laughs> like I, that's something I learned. It's just like. You can't just say yes to everything because yeah. it's just like becomes impossible. Like I had like things that people asked me to do this weekend. And I'm like looking at my calendar like, no, like I already have. I, there's like no time right. to do anything. And like, yeah. And it's like you got to like make time for. Well, I already I had time planned with you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> exactly. But like when do we actually like sit down and hang out? Right. You know, like it, it, you know, so a lot of it's 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 rough. Like, you know, when opportunities come up, but you got to just like. Manage yourself, man. You got to just be real with yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, I had, 
I was doing way too much. Like I, you know, I went from at Planet Ant, I was taking classes for almost a year Mm -hmm. and just going, you know, to class once a week and going to a couple shows here and there. And then in October of last year was when I stage managed Nightmare on Kniff Street, the sketch show. And then from that point forward, like I was there every night, it seems like. Like just constantly. Yeah, you were there way more than I was. Scripted shows and doing like the Thursday night stuff and like doing a lot of stuff like outside of the theater for them as well like organizing all the like you know getting volunteers and stuff like that um and yeah that's like a ton to do on top of a full-time job yeah uh while also trying to like maintain like you know like be a good partner in a relationship and like yeah. take care of your fucking house and like see your friends and family and stuff like that Cuddle and, your like, cats. yeah my cats need love. Mm-hmm. Like, when's the last time I just stopped and played with my cats for a good 30 minutes? Yeah. They need That's why to get that energy nice. out. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, yeah. So, I, I totally just dialed everything way back. And I was just like, okay, like, 40 hours a week, full-time job. Like, that is plenty yeah. for, like, a lot of people. And the adjustment period was, like, weird. Like, at first, I was... I don't know, like, it just felt like I wasn't, like, like, in, you know, within a week or two of doing that, I was like, I'm not going anywhere in life. Like, I'd say being <laughs> really dramatic about it, but just feeling like if I'm not constantly saying yes to stuff and, like, getting, like, more experience and more opportunities, that I'm, like, stagnant. Yeah. And it's, like, not a healthy way to go about life. I'm the like, same way. Um, <laughs> the same way. And plus, you know, like, I should have known that, people in that community would be fine with me saying no to stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, but I put that like expectation on myself where I'm like, I have to like prove myself and say yes to everything or like, they will think like I'm not a hard worker or some. Yeah. Well, same with like this show. Like I've released an episode every Monday since I started and I missed one week because the the door was broken to the studio. Literally nothing you could do. Literally nothing I could do. And I remember like that week went by and I hadn't released an episode and I was like, every like my show is a failure (laughs) yeah i had like 65 episodes before that and i'm just like everything i i messed up everything is ruined everybody takes i'm just like i'm like geez relax dude (laughs) like yeah so anyway gotta love yourself mm -hmm. take care of yourself so emily and i were planning this uh are are planning a vacation to north carolina uh in, in june like we're just gonna take a road trip down there go through west virginia and stuff uh, and so we're like, we're in the process of planning this. And then on Friday or uh, Thursday, Emily got a letter in the mail that she got jury duty on no. the smack dab middle of our, our vacation. Yeah. The, the time we have a vacation planned. And that's like not an excuse. I don't think like jury duty, like they're like, it, if you have a kid and they're dying, yeah, then you don't have to serve. Yeah. Well, she, okay. So she had like school. Uh, that like, you know, when she, 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 she's, this is her third time being called for jury duty and she's only wow. 23 years old. Well, 20. I didn't get called until like last year for the first time. Yeah. It's, it's, I've never been called. I'm 26. Yeah. <laughs> and so she, the first time she got called, she was at school and, you know, two hours away and she's like, I can't, I, I don't live there right now. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, okay, but the next time we call you, you have to go. So then she got called like shortly after she came back. Uh, and like after she graduated and, uh, 
then she went and they didn't pick her. Right. So now I'm wondering if she gets another like free deferral, like like, hey, can I defer this? Like I suggested that she get says like, hey, I have I've had a vacation planned that week. Right. You know, for a couple months now. Can I do? Can I come back in like a month or a couple weeks? Like, can I do this in a couple weeks after that? Are that you driving? Like, yes. To, you should just lie and say that you booked a flight already. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> uh, if the government's listening to this podcast, uh, we're in character right now, and that was a joke. And also, if the government's listening to this podcast, you should require people to do jury duty every five years, and they should know a year ahead of time when their date is. Not uh, know a, literally one month before. Yeah. How are you going yeah. to say to somebody, hey, in one Surprise. month, in one month, you're going to have to take a day off work. You're going to have to rearrange whatever, your whatever plans you might have to do this one month like you can't like some people have huge projects that they're doing at work Mm -hmm. like you know and even people in the service industry like some people they have to know like a couple months sometimes ahead of time if they're going to take something off like you can't just spring that on somebody like it's wild corrupt corrupt. there's probably like a deep conspiracy going on with jury duty yeah so that's uh you know i might launch a new podcast getting to the bottom of that i'm just really hoping that because like i mean we could say all right we'll just start our vacation on the tuesday but if she gets picked then right then then that's a whole really screws up our whole vacation yeah so like man um so i don't know if i've told you this story so growing up for the listeners that don't know uh, my last name, Morley, uh, is associated with the Morley Candy Factory, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of known on the east side here. Um, if you don't know Morley, Sanders, Saunders, however you want to pronounce it. I think uh, I pronounce it Saunders. Uh, yeah, Saunders is kind of mm-hmm. fancier. Uh, well, Morley owns them now and then has rebranded everything Saunders, blah, blah, blah. My great granddad. It's interesting that they bought Saunders, but they rebranded everything Saunders. Because Saunders is like much better known, like yeah. outside of this area. Yeah. Uh, like you can travel like states south and like see Saunders stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, see Saunders stuff. See Saunders stuff. The SSS. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Morley Candy was started by my great granddad in 1919. So growing up, uh, my dad was, uh, you know, the owner of Morley Candy for a spell. And uh, he's just always been uh, like kind of aloof and he's always on the road. Like he's always traveling for work and uh, he got summoned for jury duty and he just didn't show up. Like he was on a business trip and he's just, I didn't go. And so they summoned him a second time. Wait, they didn't find him for anything for not showing up? I don't remember the exact uh, situation, but he didn't show up the first time. So they were like, I think they like, gave him a warning and then gave him a second date and then he didn't go to that one either Uh so they threw him in a jail cell for the night and it was in the newspapers because he was like in that area like a fairly known public figure and the the, god bless this person who wrote the headline it said candy man can't sweet talk judge (laughs) (laughs) my ma saved that clipping Candyman can't sweet talk judge. Yeah, so uh, don't skip jury duty. Yeah, don't skip it. Uh, unfortunately, I yeah, jury duty's stupid. It's necessary. Like I think I I mean I can't think of a better. I don't know. It's it it seems like a good idea, but it also seems maybe not like a great idea. What if like what's the alternative? Like a game show. 
What if the U.S. justice system was just like a, a crazy live spectacle game show? Just like musical chairs. Yeah. But the chairs all had like a chicken pot pie on them. Mm-hmm. And then when you sat on the pie, there was a slip of paper in it that told you whether you had to serve or not. Oh, I thought it was like it tells you if you're guilty or not. Oh, <laughs> that's true. That could, yeah, that could work. Yeah. Either way. Mm-hmm. But either way, if you're, if the pod pie is selecting the jury, you should also know. Because, like, the thing is, like, everyone's going to, everyone's trying. And no one who goes to jury duty, except for, like, weirdos, are trying to actually get put on it. You know? Yeah, I, I, feel like I would most, say so. Unless yeah. they're, like, unless they're, like, mm, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm fine. Like, I could have the next couple of days off of work and I'd get paid and I'd be fine. I would be comfortable. Like, I feel like most people don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So most people are going there trying to be like, I'm racist if they're not, or I'm uh, like stupid and I don't, or I think I'm a communist. You right. Know? Like, um, you know, like people are trying to not get picked. Uh, so I think I, I imagine like the people are, privy to people not trying to get picked and like oh you still got to deal with though so that's the thing it's like emily could go there and try and be like oh i'm a marxist you know i don't i think the whole judicial system's stupid and mm-hmm. uh you know like talking about stalin but <laughs> i feel like they'd be like oh yeah right you could you can come do this like basic yeah thing when i got summoned there was uh an old man that was being very fussy about and they like told him multiple times that like whatever his excuse was like didn't excuse him from jury duty but he he kept it up for like a good like every time they talked to him like a good 20 minutes and then they finally just got rid of him nice so like maybe if you stick to your guns but i don't know just go serve jury duty yeah fuck it hope it doesn't happen again i don't well i don't i'm not looking forward to when i end up having to do it because i'm gonna have to eventually right yeah. They can't just I would be offended if they didn't end up calling me at some point. What if you found out like you weren't actually like you don't have a social security number and you don't exist? That'd be weird because I've used my social security number many times. Yeah. Yeah. Would you mind sharing it with me? Yeah. Right now. I almost literally start saying it. But I mean it's not live, I could always bleep it out, but still I bleep. probably would forget. My social security number is eight six seven five three oh nine. Nice. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Did you pick it yourself? Yep. You should be able to change your social security number, like uh, by like choice. a vanity yeah. social security number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like eight zero zero eight one three S. I mean five. I wasn't. I eight wasn't keeping. Yeah. Zero zero eight. Oh, that's one, some boobies. Three five. Damn, bad boy. Oh yeah. Actually, uh, it'd be that backwards. I had to get a new license plate, like, not that long ago, Uh towards the end of March, early April. Um, And because I've really genuinely wanted to for a long time, and I thought it would be funny, I almost got a custom vanity plate that said Yeezy on it. (laughs) And now, weeks later, he's tweeting about Trump a fuck ton. It's a good thing he didn't. I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh... I remember growing up, I was always like, I'm going to get a vanity plate when I grow up. I'm so excited. Like, could I get a car? And when I, you know, can get a vanity plate, it's going to be so awesome. Now that I am an adult and have a car, I'm like, definitely don't want a vanity plate. I saw one that just said weeb on it. (laughs) (laughs) I really liked that one. 
A lot of the times, though, I feel like people that have vanity plates just drive like assholes. Yep. Like, there's got to be some kind of... I don't know, but like I got cut off by this SUV. They're always in a sports car. And it just said, yeah, like a sports car, like a SUV. I want a SUV. Yeah. Yeah. I got cut off by an SUV and it just said princess on it. <laughs> and I was pretty upset about that. God damn you, princess. Fucking princess. Oh. Oh, man. So, yeah. Good very, stuff. Very... What else What else is new with you? What's What's going on in life? Mm, uh, well, the uh, you got cast in the Ant Process. Ooh, mm-hmm. baby. And that's going to be in late July, I believe. The Ant Process is... Let me get the actual description because I am not very good at describing this, but it's a uh, program at the Planet Ant. Mm-hmm. You can't just type the Ant Process into Google and, and get to it, I well, guess. Well, while you're Googling that... I'm very excited about this process class show that you're going to be in because yours truly is going to be stage managing oh, that yeah, show. Oh, yeah. I forgot about so that. So for the first time ever, it's been my dream to work on a show together with my BFF. Mm-hmm. It's been a dream of ours since you started stage managing. And I'm going to be stage managing. Since before you started stage managing. I'm going to be your boss. I know. So it's basically an advanced program where – we create an original comedy play from like improvised scenes. Um, and it's like an 18 week program. Um, and it, so there's like three process, three sections. The first parts where we're building the strength of our ensemble. Next, we start to do improv work and developing scenes. And then we like take those scenes and turn them into scripts. Um, and we turn it into an original comedy. Uh, and yeah, it's pretty neat. It's like an old, program that planet ant used to do uh and they stopped doing it like pro- like around the time i started going there like two years oh, ago okay. um and now they're bringing it back it was like really highly requested so Heck yeah i'm very excited to be a part of it yeah and mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to working on a show again and i like that it's like far enough out that it's not like yeah like to get asked that far ahead of time is really awesome too because yeah. like a lot like some of the shows i worked on it's like hey like this other person uh that's using our space like needs a stage manager like yeah next week i'm yeah. like i can't say no so like let's party yeah uh, it's good like being knowing like in july yeah i'm gonna like like hey zero pressure but if you want to do this thing in july yeah like and i was like yeah that sounds like a great like yeah Got a few months to yeah, three still months just, yeah. ahead of time. Yep. Let's take mm. care of myself. Play some video games. Video games, man! I want a Nintendo Switch so bad. Yeah, you gotta get it. I'm. I. I told my because I've been. I've been trying to lose weight lately, um, or just generally be healthier. Like more of the focus is on being healthier and weight. Losing weight is like a side effect of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I told myself like, because my first weight goal is two seventy five. And then my second weight goal is 250 because I, t- I found out that if I set huge, ambitious weight goals, like, where I'm, like you're going to lose 100 pounds and I'll go, like, I just right. fall off it so fast. Yeah. So once I hit 250, um, I'm that's when I think I'm going to get a switch. Yeah. To reward myself. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I think also, like, maybe the, the, like, hey, if I exercise, like, if I go to the gym this many days a week, like, for this long, yeah. could be a cool goal, too. Because, yeah. like, the, the, you know, they say, like, don't, like, obsess over the number type thing. That's true. Like you said, like, you're trying to, I've like, been stagnant be for the last, healthy. like, two weeks. It's driving me crazy. But have you been feeling better over the past two weeks? Definitely. Yeah. I don't have tummy problems no more. Right. So I, there you go. I used to, I used to struggle, with, like, with 
like just stomach pains constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just because I would just be eating garbage all the time. Yeah. Like it, it, like you know the meals and like Emily didn't even know this, but I would eat fast food like all the time. Really? Like uh, I would just be driving somewhere and like oh let's stop at McDonald's and grab like a burger. Secret cheeseburger. Pretty much, yeah. That's what Anna and I would embarrass and I would like not I wouldn't I guess I just wouldn't tell her or, yeah or tell anyone I like <laughs> I didn't tell anyone I ate fast food, <laughs> but like. Uh, yeah, I just like would like I would only eat it in my car. I wouldn't like show up somewhere and eat it. Right. Like I would just like hide it and like and then like throw the package out. Like because I was embarrassed of it. Um, and it's amazing how much better I feel now that I don't eat fat. Like right. I, I had Taco Bell for lunch, but that's but that's it was the like only two things. Yeah, and it was like yeah, yeah. It's like potato tacos. Like that's the only like yeah, that's the only thing I let myself eat anymore. It's like if I need to eat something, like I'm, and usually only when I'm on campus because that's like the fast food on campus. But right. like. Get a potato taco from from Taco Bell. Like, don't eat like the cheese double cheeseburgers from McDonald's anymore. Right. Yeah. Uh, the the quantity of food, like, since I've started taking better care of my physical health and like trying to lose weight, like, is just such a huge. Like, I was like, normally I go to Taco Bell and I get two cheesy gordita crunches and a quesadilla. Yeah. And when you do the math, that's fifteen hundred calories worth yep. of food. Like, that is how much some people need for an entire day. And that would be like a regular meal for me. Like, right. Yeah. I, I yeah. would eat that crap all the time. Yeah. I I, I would think about like. Like breaking it down, like the the I would go to work and I would stop at like the little like cafeteria, like it's uh, like a uh, like I don't know, like a little lunch breakfast place downstairs, and I would get like their like breakfast special like every day, which was like two sausage patties, two ba- like four pieces of bacon, and like uh, scrambled eggs. Wow! And I didn't realize how many calories sausage and bacon. Oh is. yeah, baby! It would, it's like you know eight to nine hundred calories just for breakfast. Right. Yeah. And then like uh, then you know my lunch I would eat like freaking a small which is a lot still of like buffalo wild wings, mm-hmm. which that's like fifteen hundred calories. Yep. Uh, and then like for you know I would stop and get my cheeseburger from right. my two cheeseburgers from mcdonald's which that's like 900 calories right mm-hmm. there and then for dinner i would you know eat way big portions so like at the end of each day i'm not like exercising or like putting in an extra any extra like physical activity like i'd easily be like closing out the day with like at least 4500 calories and spending a fuck ton of money too exactly yeah, yeah that's another thing yep like so it's like interesting because like yeah, it's just interesting, like, seeing how much my life is different. I've been doing it for a month now. Yeah, good and for you, like, man. Yeah, good for you, man. Staying motivated. I mm-hmm. worked out five days in a row last week. God, I'm so jealous of Felt you. Felt good. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have the privilege I'm jealous. of, like, I'm not, being I, able to go during yeah. the work day. Yeah, and, that's like, really nice. get a membership during from my work. But you also have to motivate yourself. to. You could also yeah. just spend that time dicking around at work on the internet or yeah. whatever yeah like and i mean it's it is a walk across woodward and like a few blocks you know so mm-hmm. it's like when it's crappy out or like if you're just like in a bad mood or you're like, you don't want to go um but playing the switch at the gym is yeah. fucking fantastic that's another reason i want this that's like the I, biggest reason i want the switch i was i don't know why but i was like dismissive of stationary bikes for a while because i was like well you're sitting down so it's not a good workout yeah. and i've been like burning way more calories in like the same amount of time because I'm totally distracted by playing video games. Do you feel like you got a pretty decent, like, you feel yeah, like you like got I, a good workout? I feel, yeah, like I'm drenched in sweat at the end of it. And I wasn't like, I could do two of those. Nice. Like, because I tried playing. So Celeste is amazing. Yeah. It's such a good game. But once I got past the beginning of it, I can't play it working out anymore because it's too, like, 
it's too hard. It's too precision based. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you go in a room and you got to like really like look at it critically and figure out like how to solve this puzzle. Yeah. And I just, I can't do that when I'm like sweating my ass off. Yeah. So I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart. Nice. Like, that I gotta, sounds like, like a great combination. Kart's got to go fast. I got to go fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you That's listen really to like good. the game audio? I do sometimes or sometimes I listen to like, like <laughs> yesterday was the most ridiculous. Like I had the switch and I was playing Mario Kart and then I had my phone propped up on the machine and I was listening to that and I just had a playlist of K-pop videos nice. going. <laughs> it's like People all the walking by like this fucking guy. All the amenities. Like I'm surprised I wasn't wearing like a VR headset. Just <laughs> Do, do people give you like weird looks when you're playing the Switch? I don't think so. I don't think anyone gives a shit. And yeah. if they did, like, I would just, yeah, I just like lick my lips real weird at them. Man. I mean, I have a 3DS. I could just take that to work. Yeah. Or that to the work the gym. You can get, um, like, I just got for both the Switch and the 3DS, like, you can spend like 12 bucks and get like a really like thick rubber grip for it. Yeah. So it's like if you're sweating or you drop it and it's just like easier to hold, get something like that. Nice. Yeah. I feel like it'd be fun to play JRPGs at the gym. Yeah, just grind stuff. Yeah. For sure. Um, I'm looking forward to playing. Like Xenoblade Chronicle seems like it'd be great. Yeah. At the gym. Except you wouldn't want people looking over your shoulder. Oh, those yeah. Anime That's waifus. Like fucking super fan service stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have Fire Emblem Warriors, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, the Dynasty Warriors spinoff for Fire Emblem. That seems like it'd be great. That at the gym, at the gym just fucking mashing yeah. attack and killing 100 dudes at once. <laughs> that seems like, like the only time I'd ever be at, want to play a, a Warriors game. I like those games. Uh, I don't know what it is. But... I, I, you know, the best ones are the Gundam ones. Yeah, the Gundam ones are cool. Hyrule Warriors was super cool. It's mm-hmm. like if you're a fan of the franchise that they do the spinoff of, then it's just like. Total fan service that pulls from, like, the entire franchise of the game. Um, and for me, I like some bad games sometimes. Like, it's like <laughs> it's my fast food yeah. gaming experience. Like, I kind of just shut my brain off and, like, mash stuff and have the visual stimulus. Well, I've told you about, like, my anime <coughs> vampire Nazi game. <laughs> like, JRPG. Oh, yeah. Operation yeah. Darkness. It's, like, this really bad game that is just... It's an anime like game about world war ii but hitler's a vampire and there's like werewolves and it's super bad and stupid but i love it (laughs) what if what if they were like the only ones that knew how it actually went down yeah like they knew the the deep conspiracy of that everyone was actually a japanese waifu Uh uh-huh and they were also vampires and werewolves Mm -hmm. and zombies yeah i'm into it that could be uh it's a turn it's like a tactical rpg like a grid-based rpg that's amazing it's pretty it's fun but it's so dumb that's really good. Mm. Yeah. Dumb games. I, I definitely was on a kick where I was listening to podcasts uh, and thinking I had to play like dumb games because I heard they were just like in the dialogue so much. Um, the first one of those being Metal Gear Survive, mm-hmm. which is actually a bunch of fun for my stupid like <laughs> junk food video game reasons. Um despite like i was like enraged when that was announced yeah i remember like i'm a big hideo kojima fanboy like i have a metal gear tattoo mm-hmm. um and it's it's a fucking mess like it's a weird game and i think that's part of the reason why i wanted to play it because konami was like well we have this engine like we need to put another game out on it and like get our money's worth 
and it's not it's not a great game like the the it's just like a basic survival game but i boy i sometimes i just like a bad game that i can watch the numbers go up yeah and i'm unlocking new stuff and my base is getting cooler and i'm like this is all i need and this, have you still been playing it lately a little bit yeah i definitely want to go back to it and like the setting is actually kind of neat like you're <laughs> in this fucked up world where like there's like the dust is like all around you and it's like this this thick cloud of dust you can't go in unless you have like oxygen tanks and like you can barely see and your radar stops working when you go in it and it's like man if like they actually took this seriously and had like good writers on this like this setting's actually pretty neat <laughs> It's so funny to me that you like it. <laughs> yeah, you... it's garbage though. Like I know it's garbage while I play it, but I like it. That's funny. But it's all like I've also like I put three hundred hours into Rust, and yeah. like a lot of that was like hitting a tree with a rock. <laughs> but like something about like grinding something out and watching those numbers go up, man. Mm-hmm. That other hard thing, uh, shifting gears a little back to the health conversation. Oh, sure. Hard thing for me has been uh, drinking. Like it's easy to drink a lot of water. But, like, it's hard how much it makes me have to pee. Like, if I'm, like, I'm going to hit my water goals today, uh-huh. like, I I have to, like, be, like, okay, but am I doing anything later? Because <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't hit my water goal because I'm literally going to have to stop and pee every 20 minutes. A million times. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'll, I'll, like, be halfway through my water goal and I will, like, go to the bathroom before I leave work and then I'll take the 20-minute drive home and then I, by the time I'm, like walking up my stairs, I'm like about to burst. Yeah, it's like, when is it gonna get better? <laughs> when is it gonna? When is my body gonna adjust to this? Yeah, I get <laughs> up a lot at work, but I have a hard time sitting still anyway. So yeah, you're just getting your steps in. Mm-hmm. The more you have to pee. Do you drink the amount of water that you should be? Uh, I try to. I don't always. What's Sometimes your... I drink like way too much caffeine and How not much enough water. water. Do you, uh... Like two liters a day. How much is two liters? Is my goal. How many like ounces 64 that? ounces is oh. about two liters. Oh, boy. Why? What's my, yours? 150 ounces. What, really? Yeah. The, but don't they say like eight eight ounce glasses a day? Not when you're 290 pounds. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know there was like a way to calculate your like. Yeah. That's a uh, fucking lot of water. How much water should I drink? Dot biz. Dot biz. <laughs> yep. Uh, if uh, yeah. It's like. um. Uh, while the eight glasses rule is a good start, it isn't as on a solid, well-researched information. Your oh. body weight is made up of sixty percent water. Um, the ages people ages six, nineteen and older is three point seven liters for men, and two point seven liters for women. Um, but then it's different if you're like exercising regularly, and it's also different if you are a big boy. Like me. Can I substitute water for Diet Coke? No. Why? That's not water. I've been drinking, so I got on a dumb kick with energy drinks again after being good about not buying them. And then I was like, all right, well, I can't buy energy drinks because this is stupid. And I have a French press at work, mm-hmm. like a full-sized French press that is <laughs> sitting meant, on your desk. That, yeah, like makes like four or five cups of coffee. And I drink that whole fucker to myself in the morning. My God. And like my heart rate was like 110, just like sitting at my desk. (laughs) And sometimes I like drinking a Diet Coke with my coffee. You're so stupid. (laughs) No, listen, because the coffee is hot and bitter because I drink it black. 
And then the Coke is cold and sweet. Yeah. And they like compliment. Like I take a sip of Coke and a sip of coffee and it's just like. See, I like a nice ice cold water with my coffee. That just sounds like a healthier choice. <laughs> and I probably don't need to. And you know, like you don't have to like I and I'm saying this like I'm just realizing it. But like I don't have to fill the French press. <laughs> like I could, I could grind fewer beans and put less water in it. You could. Like I seriously thought that if I wanted less coffee, it meant that I had to make it weaker and still have the same amount of liquid. Wow. Like you, I can just not put. You can just put less in. Wow. Do you anytime you make a coffee at home, like you, if you make do the whole pot. Yeah, I, I always, oh I, I always just you make the full. I pot. just take a full French press to the dome. Like that's how I drink coffee. I don't get it. Cause it's I don't know. Cause then I feel alive. Like I feel like I can only drink like one cup of coffee a day. Yeah. Like I get my and I I usually I rarely even finish that cup. I like get I get like a my mug of coffee mm-hmm. and then I like drink it. Sometimes I'll finish it. Most of the time I get like halfway to three quarters through and then it gets cold and then I'm done with it. You don't like feeling just like uncomfortably energetic? Mm-mm. Not normally. I guess I prefer to feel like super tired. All I time. guess I could I could cut back. Maybe. I could cut, maybe, I could dial her back just Maybe a, a good idea. I think yeah. maybe four cups of coffee. Four uh-huh. to six cups of coffee in the morning is probably a lot. Well, you know. Today's uh, work, working, work culture, you just got to go. Got to go, go, go. Go, go. Got to go, 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 Joseph. You know what they say. Hang on now, Joseph. You'll make it someday. Shalala, Joseph. You'll be doing fine. You and your dream coat ahead of your time. I don't know what you're doing right now. Joseph and the amazing Technicolor dream coat. Andrew Lloyd Webber. I don't. I've seen commercials for that growing up, like productions of it, and I don't have a fucking clue what that is. I've never seen it either. I just know that song. What's up with this coat? Like, why is it so many colors? It's a lot of colors. Jeez. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his name's Joseph. Yeah. I think I get the, the general <laughs> gist of it. You got it. Yeah. And then he, he turns into a cockroach. Cockroach. Named Shoebag. Yeah. I still want to know what a shoebag is. I I'm don't upset know. upset right now. I, I'm guessing it's like, you know, when you go to pay less shoe source or... Foot Locker, and they you have your shoebox, and then uh-huh. they put that in a bag. Maybe, but there, there's like drawstring, like gym bags that you might throw some yeah. shoes in. You know, yeah, that's probably what it I is. was born in. Something like that. You were born in a shoe bag. Yeah. Are you sure you're not a cockroach? I don't know. I could be. Mm. Am I here to teach you lessons about treating everyone equal, or something? Are you? Is my life just a metaphor? Are you? Uh, you know what, Michael? I think that you should be nice to bugs. I'm typically pretty nice to them. You ever squish a bug? Yes. Then I'm here to teach you otherwise. Okay. I I, I squish those big fucking scary looking like bugs with like 180 legs. Oh, fuck a centipede. No, I not, don't, not even the centipede. What? Like, oh man, it's hard to, I don't know what they are. They look almost like silverfish. Oh, uh, but yeah. they're like they—they're not centipedes. Centipedes, I'm almost fine with. No, but I don't really see them very often. Centipedes are fucking hell spawn. Like nothing should it look like that or move like that. The thing that I'm talking about, it looks like a hell spawn. It's got like really long legs, 
and it's just like a tiny pill not a pill like but it's like it's about like probably maybe like an inch and a half to two inches long uh they're skinny little bodies and they just like they look like silverfish okay and they're really and they my house my apartment in plymouth had so many of them not they weren't like all the time but like it seemed like every month you'd get one and i'm like and i never saw a spider in that house yeah i never saw anything except for those things it was really not it was really annoying oh except for fruit flies what is an irrational fear you have that like you know is irrational you already know the answer to this question well you claim that honestly this wasn't where i wanted to go with it but ladies and gentlemen all of you listening out there um <laughs> michael is afraid that a dog is just gonna bite him in the crotch it could happen. And I want to like okay, let's just let's just clear the air right now. Like I'm going to out you uh because this is the type of person that Michael is, your lovely host of the show. I once asked him what would happen if a parrot tried to attack <laughs> his crotch and he said that he would quote snatch that bitch out of the air and break its neck. End quote. <laughs> Look. If it was someone's pet parrot and they uh-huh. just nipped at my crotch, I yeah. wouldn't do that. Okay, but if you were like walking through the jungle, if I was walking through the jungle and a parrot flies up to me and uh-huh. just vice grips on my crotch, no, you said you would snatch it out of the air, not off your crotch. Are like you, sure? you, you acted as if you had like the physical dexterity <laughs> to just snatch a bird out of the air that was dive bombing you. Okay, if it came up to me, vice grip my crotch, then re- tried to get away from me, I would do my best to snatch it out of the air, and then I would snap its neck. If it tried to get away from you, like you wouldn't just let it be. Like, what if it? What if you were like? What if it was just coming back for a second round? What if it was just giving you a warning bite because you were like up in its neck? A vice grip is not a warning bite. Okay. So, do you have any other fears besides being bit in the crotch by animals? That's my biggest fear. That's your biggest fear. Uh, irrational fears. Hmm. That's a good question. I, oh, I get, I, uh, I've talked to you about this before. I get irrationally afraid, not so much lately, uh, but I used to get really irrationally afraid that I would pass out while driving. Oh yeah. Oh, and I hope I didn't freak anyone out that's driving. But like, you'd get like really bad anxiety. Yeah. Which can cause you to like, right. Pass out. So I would like, I would be driving and I would. Uh, think, man, like, wouldn't it be scary if I passed out while driving? And then I'd be like, yeah, that would be really scary. Oh my God, what if you passed out while driving? That'd be so scary. Oh my yeah. God. And then I would just like work myself the cycle. up. Yeah. And then I would get like lightheaded. Mm-hmm. And it, it's been years since this has happened because uh, I've learned to relax <laughs> more. But there's been, there was, there was like a year period where like I would be pulling over on the side of the road to relax myself because i would literally think i was about to pass out yes and it happened after like the first time i like blacked out like well the first time i blacked out was from uh like i had given like a pint of blood and i didn't eat lunch oh yeah uh but then the second time i like had a panic attack i don't that was i've only ever had like two panic attacks in my life and that one i like uh like thought i felt cancer on myself so i yeah. like had a panic attack in the in the bathroom and then i passed out wow. so after that i was afraid of just passing out all the time yeah. so it led to that and so that's i guess that's an irrational fear yeah. I have that i'm just gonna pass out while driving anxiety can be very irrational yeah. which is weird because i don't normally get that 
bad of anxiety, but mm-hmm. I guess in pockets I do. Mm-hmm. It's weird. What about you? What's the rational fear? Rational fears. I don't know. I definitely like am weird about where I sit. Like when I go into a restaurant and I do not like sitting with my back to the door. Really? Yeah. I don't like people walking behind me in general. Uh, yeah. Like they try to like move my desk at work. And I was like, I'm not, I don't want people walking behind me all the time. Wow. And I'm like, I don't like think, and I guess that's why it's irrational. Cause like, I don't think somebody at work is going to like come up behind me and slam my head into my keyboard. But like, I just don't l- like not knowing what's going on behind me. I get that too. I guess. Uh, so yeah, like people will, like if I go somewhere out to eat with Anna and everyone, you know, settles in and grabs their seats and like, the last seat is one that I don't want to be in. I'll be like, hey, Anna, can we switch seats? Yeah. Like, and so to the point where now she, like, will ask me if, like, the seat I'm in is okay. I, like, I like sitting in, like, corners. Mm-hmm. Like, I like being tucked in. Yeah. Like, in general. Yeah. Like, uh, like uh, before I shared a bed, I, like, my bed would always be in, like, the corner or, like, like in the far side of the room where, like, mm-hmm. I see the door. Um, and even now, like I'm always, I guess I, I kind of have that too. Yeah. I, I never thought about it, but like I always sleep where I'm like, uh, like farther from the door, Yeah. but I'm like facing it when I'm uh-huh. like, when I'm sleeping. Cause you keep nunchucks in your <laughs> nightstand, right? Right. So that like, if some, if an intruder came in, you'd be able to get those exactly. nunchaku. I'm also afraid of if I'm wrong about ghosts. If you're <laughs> wrong about them. Cause I don't believe in ghosts but if they were real but like wouldn't it be spooky if i found out like they were so i'm like scared of ghosts but i don't believe in them but are you scared that like the ghost would be mad that you didn't believe in them no like why would it be any scarier because i don't believe in them okay so i'm not like i feel like if you are like really you know believe in ghosts like i feel like you seeing one wouldn't be as as like It'd be scary, but it'd be like, oh, that's a ghost that I believe in. Like, it's, ooh, it's a ghost. So scary. I'm seeing a ghost right now. But it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Because this is in my <laughs> realm, my my worldview, like, that ghosts exist. But wouldn't you... But uh, for me, I don't... I, like, am, I, d- like, the idea of, like, ghosts, like, like the idea of maybe, like, a different plane of existence, like, something existing, existing on, like, a different sure. plane of existence. That I'm more open You're to. You're open to, yeah. But something, like, the traditional, like, I'm a ghost haunting your house mm-hmm. and I'm moving your chair, like, that kind of thing is, like, or, like, possessing you, uh, like, that kind of thing is, like, so absurd to me that I don't. And I'm not trying to like judge anyone who does believe that stuff, but to me, in my worldview and life experience, that thing is that just seems completely absurd and impossible to me. So if it were to if I if I was just like in my house and then all of a sudden like a ghost appeared and was like I'm a ghost, you know, and like spooked me, I would be my whole fucking worldview would be completely turned upside but down. But don't you think that you, as a skeptic, would try and like? justify the what you just saw happen yes. and like, like if, continue it, your skepticism well, yeah and you i have like the, you wouldn't just immediately accept that like something paranormal was happening okay and then have your worldview shattered no well i guess that would depend on like the context of the situation okay like, if i was sitting there and like my chair just went mm, i'd be like whoa that was very strange uh-huh. but then i'd be like maybe my cat moved it maybe Maybe there's a small earthquake, you know, right. like, but if I was standing there and like a ghost, a literal ghost just like came in and was like, ooh, you know, like yeah. I saw a woman 
in my room. And she was, it was like, there's, and like, I'm not sleeping. I'm like sitting there and there's a woman and she's just there and being a spooky ghost. Like, it'd be hard to explain that away. I guess I would try at first, but. Carbon monoxide poisoning. If it got to the point where I like undoubtedly saw a ghost, Mm -hmm. that would probably shock me more than someone who does believe in ghosts. Does that, that make sense? Okay. Right? Okay. Like if someone's like, especially if someone says that they've seen a ghost before, Uh and if they saw a ghost again, probably wouldn't shock them as much as if I saw a ghost. So that's another irrational fear. My one story of something like really weird and unexplainable happening that like I still don't understand as an adult is like so mundane and boring. (laughs) But like I still think about it is that like when I was a kid, I remember like being in the bathroom and like the like my mom was one of those people that always had like the fancy like decorative thing that went over your tissue box you know yeah um and i remember like that box of tissues like the tissue just getting pulled into the box like really fast and i, I just saw it happen you're like oh my god and that's it like and i probably i think i like ran out of the bathroom and i was super scared i was like a kid and i don't that remember but why would a ghost, like, was a ghost, had, you know, had a sniffly nose and was living inside the tissue box? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Shoe box. Or Kleenex bag. So, nah. ever since then, I've had a dream of becoming a paranormal investigator. Yeah. And just investigating tissue boxes. My paranormal, the only thing that I, in my life, I remember being like, ooh, this is paranormal. Is when I was like, but I was like five. Right, like I was like really young, like five or six, mm-hmm. and I was sleeping on the couch, and my mom, like I was sleeping on the couch with my mom, and she was asleep, and it was it must have been like one or two in the morning, and I woke up and I saw like a green figure in like the, the kitchen, and it was like waving at me, very slowly, and I like waved at it too, and it was like a moment, and I was like really happy, and then I like I had like a car went zooming by outside, and I looked over and I looked back and it was gone, but. I was five or six years old. Okay. It was two in the morning. Mm-hmm. And also, your memory from that age is really weird anyway. You saw a fucking ghost, bro. So, like, you know, it's possible. But, like, I'd really... I was probably sleeping. Or I was probably just seeing... Uh, you know, my I was probably just imagining it. You know, you're five or six. You have a crazy imagination. But it didn't shatter your worldview. Well, I was five or six. I expect- what was your worldview at five? Uh, Batman is cool. Yeah? Yeah. Did that turn out to be true? No. Uh, what was it like when you met it, Batman? It, it, you remember the moment where you realized Batman isn't cool? Yeah, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. It's a hard realization. Like the villains only exist because he does. And yeah. he's like, well, I just got to keep fucking shit up, I guess. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe if you just left, they would too. Yeah. He is a dick. He is a dick. Who's the best superhero? Uh, Other than Howard the Duck. Ryu from Street Fighter. Yeah? Yeah. He is a superhero. Uh, Yeah. Marvel vs. Capcom. I'm just waiting for Capcom to be in the cinematic universe. Goku's the same way as Batman. Like, uh, a lot of the villains wouldn't wouldn't be there if it wasn't for him. Goku's just stupid. That's He's just a fucking big dummy. That's not nice. He's a dummy. He's, I don't think he's dumb. I he think doesn't know how to read even. He grew up on a by himself after accidentally killing his grandfather. He don't know shit. He's a dum-dum. He, he could kick your dad's ass. Are you sure? Yeah. What if my dad was Mr. Satan? He could still kick his ass. 
Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Hmm. It's a nice coat you got on there. Thank you. Yeah, I have a coat with future trunks on the back of it. Mm-hmm. I don't. So who's the true hater? <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Fighters is a fucking good fighting game. I want to play it. It's real good. We should go to my house and play it later. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, we should. Yeah. Mm. Um, I always really love the idea of getting into a fighting game, mm-hmm. but like the barrier to entry is just so high. Um, so high. You know when you're playing when you're playing like Call of Duty and you're on a team full of people. Um, if you suck, like your team can carry you. Like you can still get something out of it. Yeah. But like if you're not good at a fighting game and you're playing against somebody who's very good at a fighting game in that one-on-one situation, you're just gonna get smoked. You're mm-hmm. just gonna get just stomped on. And it's really hard to just be like, okay, I won one out of 25 matches, but I'm learning. (laughs) Uh, But Dragon Ball was like the closest I got to that. And I started getting a decent win-loss ratio and like watching YouTube videos of combos and stuff like that. Uh, And it's a ton of fun. That's a real good fighting game. Nice. I want to play it. I want it in my life. Well, I think we're out of time, Matt. Oh, no. I think we're we're about at that time. Do you think we entertained your audience today? Uh, no. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm just everybody. kidding. No, I, think, I think it was fun. I think we had a, I had a lot of fun. All right. I, like, this hour went by fast for it, me. It always does when you and I talk. Mm-hmm. So, where is there anything you would like to plug? Any any where that people can find you on the internet, Matt? Um, I mean, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Matthew J Morley. Uh, if you want to see retweets of Gundams <laughs> and uh, like hot dudes, um, yeah. but really, that's it. Nice. I keep a low profile on the internet these days. You know. Yeah, I like your Twitter. Though. Thank you. It's solid. So, uh, and you guys can also find. Me uh, here every Monday, Michael Dupree Friday Hour on every podcast provider, but at the Detroit Women of Comedy Festival on Saturday, June 2nd at 6.30 p.m. at the Ant Hall, I will be having a Michael Dupree Variety Hour live show. So if you can't make it to that, you'll be able to listen on this very feed uh, shortly after that. I probably probably like two weeks after. You're going to post the recording of it. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm hoping that it works out, but it should. Um, Yeah. So Michael Dupree Friday, our very very first live show uh, guests to be determined by the time this is released, it might be, but I'm recording a couple months or a couple weeks ahead of time. So I don't know who's going to be on it yet, but it's going to be a lot of freaking fun, and I'm very nervous and very excited about it. <laughs> and there's some big names at that festival, yeah? Yeah, there's going to be some very big names, uh, and that may, like some pretty good names uh, at this at this festival. I, the one, the two that I know will be there are Mama's Boy, Jamie Moyer, and Mary Beth, uh, Mary Beth Monroe are going to be there, which is going to be big. Nancy Hayden will be there. Um, Margaret Edwardowski, of course, mm-hmm. will be there. Um, and the, I forget her name now, but she's in like the three Pete comedy sketch group where they're on like comedy central. Um, a lot of really awesome women are going to be at this festival. People of all gender identities, uh, will be performing, uh, on at this festival. Um, but it's a celebration of 
equality and and uh, representation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can fully expect some awesome stuff at that show. Uh, so yeah, June second, Saturday, June second, six thirty p.m. at the Ant Hall. That's the entire festival is on that day. No, that's when mine is. The Detroit. That's when my oh. show is. The Detroit Women of Comedy Festival. Yeah, I guess I should say the Detroit Women of Comedy Festival will be. Uh, on the 31st of June until the third or sorry, the 31st of May until June 3rd. And then that's um, all at the ant hall. No, there's uh, some of the ant hall, some at the uh, planet ant theater black box. Ooh. And then I believe they're also doing stuff with seven brothers, but I don't, I don't know for sure. Where can that. we find out more information? Um, at either planet ant.com. Um, that's right. Women of I'm just making sure they have a website. Um, because you know michael i love you very much and i want to come see you perform but i want to see other performances at yes. the women of comedy festival yes it's planetant.com forward slash dwcf uh you can just go to planetant.com and you, it'll, it's tagged right there uh, Heck, but also yeah. uh they have a facebook page uh just search detroit women of comedy festival uh and yeah there's a lot of awesome stuff going on down there uh shout out to audra and kate and Andy and uh, Darren and Helena and Caitlin and all them putting that whole thing together. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, come check that out, guys. Uh, it's going to be rock and roll. And then hopefully the day after that, I'll be leaving for vacation unless Emily can't get out of jury duty. If you're the government and you're listening to this, back off. Back off, man. Yeah. 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 I'm. I'm honestly. I'm not afraid of the government. No. I got a hard drive full of bootleg anime. Come at me. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I might All regret right. that. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for being on the show, Matt. Thank you for having me, Michael. A lot of fun. Let's Such do a it. Pleasure. Let's do it again sometime. Yeah. I got a character mm-hmm. for you. You can get oh. out of here, play some video games. Oh yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week with more fun. Bye. Bye.
Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio and is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.